Like if you put a boundary in place and someone doesn't respect it, it's almost like a consequence for that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now you've no, you no longer respect my boundary. So now I'm going to give you this ultimatum. That's like, I, I kind of see it as like a more of like a consequence. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode of our podcast. It has been the weirdest week in my life. I still don't feel like it's real. Like, this entire week does not feel surreal. I feel like I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> like, well, there's I don't a full know. moon tomorrow. So maybe in Libra. And Libra. I'm a Libra moon. So, All right. Well, if, maybe that's it. Maybe that. There's also maybe that like, is the energy. <laughs> I also need like Lauren here because she would know what it is. It's like some type of like Jupiter Pluto conjunction Neptune involved shit that like only happens like I think the last time it happened was like the 1840s. Like it's a once in a lifetime kind of like conjunction in the stars or whatever, and it's in Pisces, and that I don't know what it means. It just means like I know like some shit's going down basically. And some good shit. Let's go to meta. We're going to manifest a good day tomorrow. I need a good day tomorrow. Okay. Good days. <laughs> good days on my mind. Because you're alone at the hospital. Because <laughs> it's my first Saturday alone at the hospital and I need it to be good. Don't know why I'm singing. She's working the hospital, guys. She's not checking herself in. I just want to clarify that really quickly. Um. <laughs> it's my first day alone at the hospital. <laughs> Coming to you live from a hospital room. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You would hear like a constant like beep, beep. <laughs> no, to clarify, I am not in the hospital. I work in a hospital. Okay. In case anybody okay. wasn't aware because of what just happened and you know. what just, just transpired, um, yeah, they may yeah. think otherwise. They probably think that I'm crazy and that's okay. Yeah, that's I mean, okay. You know, I mean, everybody's got a little bit of crazy somewhere deep in them or right at the surface. Mine could be right at the surface. Yours is right there. <laughs> it's ready to go at any moment. <laughs> Truly. For you, absolutely. Oh, before you go into your story time, gals, I got my engagement photos back and they are so good. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. Yep. Okay. This isn't about you. Um <laughs> And I have to update everyone on the wedding festivities. Yay, whoopee. She's Woo-hoo. in love. Go, and go look so at happy. my Instagram and see them. Okay, go Plug goodbye. it. Go ahead and plug it. They already know. I ain't gonna say, I'm not going to say it twice. Plug it Hannah Nicole Adams. There you go, bitch. Take the opportunity. <laughs> what? Ha- have I taught you nothing? Yes, have you I taught me everything. Mm-hmm. We already had a conversation where you were like, I've done, I've taught you so well. I don't even remember what the conversation was because that's how quickly things leave my brain. But <laughs> here we are. Anyways, take the floor. The floor is yours. Story Thank time you. it up. I don't, I don't have anything Thank you. worthy so, to say. <laughs> I've started dating again, which may or may not be a great decision on my part. I haven't decided yet. Um, we, li- we like when you date. It gives us content. We? We, do. Do we? we do. You like the content. I like That's the That's what tea. you like. I like the living, hmm, not vicariously through you because I don't want to be dating, but um, <laughs> like I like the drama or something maybe. I don't know. I need other people to have drama so that I can feel relevant. 
all of my Aries friends are like this. Like, they are living through my drama, and I'm just, like, I'm exhausted. Meanwhile, <laughs> we, we, like, don't, or at least me, I don't like having my own drama, which is funny. Because I like drama. I just don't like when it's mine. You just don't like to be a part of it. You want to mm-hmm. be definitely excluded from that narrative. Yes, but I want you to tell me the narrative. Like, I want to know what's happening. You just don't want to be a part of it. Exactly. You don't exactly. want to. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to deal um, with the consequences. I am I'll, just let, I'll let you just, do it. I'm just like everybody's personal comedy act, aren't I? I mean. Like, cool. Great. <laughs> Love that so much. Wanting to be a comedy writer just became a comedy show in itself. It's I mean, fine. Yeah. I'm not going to go into elaborate details, though, of my dating because I just, I can't. I can't and I won't. And that is a boundary I am going to draw right now. I know it's a dating podcast. I know that's what you guys are here for, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, in due time. In due time. I was going to you... say, when you're ready, you know, that's <laughs> Or when, if he fucks up. <laughs> or, you know, if, yeah, you know, we're not going to put that out there, but, yeah. Um, yeah, but I am dating again. I kind of did tell myself, though, I took a break at the beginning of the year and kind of told myself, you know, hey, like, what if I just waited till like, around, like, March again? I, like, get my bearings together and then I start doing dating again and getting back on the app. So that's what I've done. And then lo and behold, a certain ex. Do I want to say which one? It's not the doctor. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> we Good. all know it's I'm not glad. that one. I'd probably come out there right now and just be like, come on, Emily. Do better. <laughs> Someone slapped me for love of God. Like, no, I'm actually delusional, and then I should be checked into the hospital if no, that if, happens. If you if you had ever told me it was the doctor, I literally would have been on the next plane to California. Like, you don't. <laughs> I'm serious. I'd been like, right, my so friend. Know. I'd been like, my friend is having a, a crisis. It is. Um, so we know how to get Hannah out here. No, ASAP don't Rocky. do that. No, 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 no. My days, my days off are not un- unlimited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's only a several amount. There's only oh, a little bit. You would use some of your PTO to come slap some shit into me. To make sure that you were okay <laughs> and not like crazy. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I need um, a mental health check. A very important <laughs> mental health check. I need a wellness check. Uh, I need a certain wellness check oh, on somebody. No. It. Um, so it's one of the characters that you guys have heard about before. Um, yeah, came out here this past week and we reconnected. Yeah, I'll say we reconnected. Yeah. Um, and nothing's coming of it. it. Nothing is coming of this. I want to preface that nothing is coming of this. Will it come of this? I don't know. I am. I don't think anything will. I don't think anything will come of us like like talking again or whatever and like chatting but um we're also not going to actively do anything to prohibit that as well this seems like a familiar tale to who (laughs) to me oh (laughs) no that's all i have to say no i'll be done with my no you guys are probably like so angry at us right now because i'm being so cryptic it's Okay. You know, sometimes the gals need to try to figure out a puzzle, you know? Let us know. Oh, like, and it's just like, do I, how toxic do I want to be? I don't think I'm toxic. I don't think I'm toxic in this situation. I don't think I am at all because both of us are single parties. Um, 
we don't have anything that we're committed to um, externally, like with like, relationship wise or anything. We're just um, just chatting, just hanging out, um, maybe making out. But, you know, it's just fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it has been a weird week. Just this season in general, Aries season for me has always been the weirdest fucking time because I always meet someone around this time, like yeah, consistently so for the past four years. Not mm-hmm. really last year, no, because I was kind of just like being last single. Last year didn't happen. Last year, no. COVID times didn't really happen, so. But like 2020, like right before lockdown happened, mm-hmm. I... And this is what I told you the other day. I met the doctor on 314 because it was pie day. And I love pie day because I like pie. And I remember pie that and specifically. Pie. <laughs> yes. Um, met him on 314, went on our first date. Well, we met like the beginning of March, but we went on our first date 314. Met the actor and like went on a date with him on 314 2020. Didn't do anything last year. And then I just went on a first date with somebody on March March 15th. Okay, that week is haunted for you. What the fuck is up with that shit? That's, that's, that's not like, even airy season. That's not even airy season yet. No, that's it's still not. Pisces it's still Pisces season. Pisces, so ooh, you're mm, you're treading in some weird water there. <laughs> but like, what the fuck is with me in airy season? Like, yes, I understand. I have a Libra rising, so like my descendant is an Aries, and I think that's what. It's not even Aries I'm looking for. I don't know, man. I don't know. This season is weird for me. This is always a weird time of year for the consistently, and I don't know what's going to come of it when it ends and we're into Taurus season. Um, oh, God. <laughs> we all know oh, I love a good Taurus. We're almost there. Women. We're almost Woman. there. There's one male Taurus that I um, appreciate, and that is my best friend's husband, uh, and she's also a Taurus. So riddle me that. Riddle me that. Because I dated I mean, one and it was terrible. Taurus women aren't bad. Um, they are very stubborn. They like cooking. Um, they also like finer things. That's why when I worked at Sephora, half of the women that worked there were Taurus. <laughs> um, or that actually I had, like, makes a really sense for my friend. Yeah, she loves because qual like quality things like she's she's, yeah i mean she's good with like finding like really good like thrift pieces but they're all like super quality and like her house is Mm -hmm. beautiful and all of that Mm -hmm. yeah um taurus is also ruled by venus so there's that too so yeah Hmm. makes sense so that's all i'm gonna say really i'm so sorry i probably teed that up way more than it probably um was meant to be uh but It'll come, more information will arise in due time. Um, I'm just curious if anybody else has experiences what I experience in Aries season. Like, and if someone can explain to me why this happens to me every single year, I would love full on explanation. It'd be great. Would truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Mm. You know, the, the ex coming back thing happened to me in Leo season. So that's weird. What the fuck does that have to do know. with the price it's, of gas in Kentucky? It's opposite. <laughs> it's opposite. Not for you. You're an Aries. No, I mean like our son. Our we both have Libra sign. rising. Oh, you found some or you know so whatever it's your fault. in Aries, and it's your fault. I found someone in Leo, and like we're just it's us. So it's your fault. Yep, I found it. I found the answer. <laughs> we're the issue. 
I was like, we're both Libra no. rising, though. So we're yeah. our, both of our descendants are Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So mm. who knows, man? Interesting. Um, what is your captivation, though? All right. It's a very specific handle from a very specific place. I think that I'm just on a target kick. Um, although I really still hate their clothing. So I'm going to need Target to go ahead and get that together. Um, cause I don't want to look, I don't want to look like a prairie girl like ever. So, um, I'm going to need them to get, gives me, to get that together. And I don't mean, I don't mean this like in a bad way because I know one and like she is very fashionable, but it gives me pastor wife's vibes. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. I do know a girl who is a pastor's wife, and she is one of the most fashionable people oh, that yeah. I know. Super so that, trendy. That has not, it's nothing to do with her. She, If she's listening to this, it's not you, girl. It's not you. Um, but that's the vibes that it does give me. It's just pastor wife's vibes. Yeah. And, like, what, what bothers me about Target clothing is that, like, all these people on TikTok find all these cute outfits and post them. And I'm like, what Target are you going to? Because my Target doesn't LA. have these. L.A. Like, all these linen set, linen short sleeve. Los Angeles. I'm like, come on. It's 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 the Col- it's either the Culver City one or the West Hollywood one. Um, and then probably. I comment, I'm like, where are you guys at? And they're like, online. And then I go online and I'm like, nothing. Online does have more. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, anyways. Online does have more. Threshold, the brand Threshold has all these candles. They're like in these amber glass containers with woodwick, um, mm-hmm. which I love the woodwick because it makes that like crackle sound. But mm-hmm. the one, the scent that I'm really into is the vanilla and bergamot. So good. I have like, I think I bought the candle probably like two or three weeks ago and I'm like almost finished burning it. <laughs> oh my God. Because I burn it all the oh time. Oh my God. All the time. Um, okay. But yeah, any of their candles that are in the, it's like in like a, this like amber colored glass um, and they're really pretty and they all smell really good. You have one, right? I do. I have like a, the leather and like moss yeah maybe yeah i think that's what it is i know there's leather in it though that, that's one of the scents in it but yeah it's really good i like them a lot mm-hmm. what about you what's your captivation so my girl put out a new album yes um, it is banks's uh serpentina album and i am living for it for those of you that don't know uh banks my tattoo my goddess tattoo is uh a reference to Banks because of her song Goddess. Uh, but I've been really loving it. I've listened to it a couple times and it's a really, really well curated album. Honestly, like I hate this that my favorite song is one of the singles because I always try to like like a song that's like not everybody likes. Like I try to be like, oh my god, I really like this mm-hmm. song and like no one ever listens yeah. to it. But one of my favorite songs is Holding Back. I love the beat in it. It's really, really good. It just just like I wanna just like blasted at full volume it's just so cool and same i mean same with the devil and skinny dipped they're both great as well too um and um fuck love is also great so i have downloaded it i haven't listened to it yet but maybe i'll listen to it or part of it on the way to work tomorrow it's a bop and a half i mean it'll wake you the fuck up if you need yeah that's what i'm gonna need i have to be there at 7 a.m tomorrow yeah i mean it'll wake you up for sure i'm ready to go they need to be ready to go (laughs) Yeah, it's a really, really, like, I mean, I haven't, she hasn't released anything bad in my opinion. I know, I was going to say, I literally am obsessed with her because I think she's so unique. Yeah. Like, her music is so unique. 
the concert that we went to, incredible. One, yeah, one of the best ones. She's a really like, good performer. Yeah. Such an amazing performer. I want to like, see her in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Palladium. So if anybody wants to go with me, because Hannah is a loser and doesn't want to fly out to Los Angeles to go with me, even though I offered to buy her ticket, um, let me know. Send my I DMs. I don't want to. It's just on a Thursday. So. So. <laughs> so. So I guess I could like leave work, fly there, go yeah. to the concert. Yeah. There's no way I would, <laughs> how would I make it there in time? There's literally no way. Um, get a private jet. <laughs> <laughs> um, call up my friend uh, with a private jet and yeah. be like, yo, listen, I need to get there pronto. We're going to have to like speed it in the air. Can you do that? Probably not. <laughs> We're going to have to like, so, like there's like, is there a speed limit for probably. Planes? I mean, there's there's planes all the time. Imagine if you were just like speeding at like 70, 80 miles per hour and then a plane just they like comes They go faster than 70 miles an hour, Shh. Hannah. I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> They're planes. only like, they're going no, no, like no, no, no. 200 wanna, miles an hour. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't understand planes. I don't understand how this big thing can just float in the sky with all these people and pounds on it. And so I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about how fast it's going. I don't want to think about how it happens. Same they're going. Boats. Same with They're boats. going. 460 to 575 miles per hour, Hannah. God, I was way off. I was way <laughs> off. You think if they went 70 miles an hour, you'd be able to get from North Carolina to Los Angeles in five hours? Listen, listen. <laughs> it would take you a whole week. I drove it. Listen, listen. I don't understand planes. I don't understand how fast they have to go to get from point A to point B. I First also is the don't, laundry. I don't understand. I don't understand boats. I don't understand how they float on water. I just don't want to know the mechanics because it could so easily go wrong. Buoyancy. And I don't want to talk about it. Did you take physics? I did. In unfortunately, high I did. Unfortunately, is that not the class you met, Blaine? Uh, no, that was biology. Biology. Oh. Yeah, oh. he. Um, I was like, that makes more sense because clearly you weren't paying attention. <laughs> he, um, what's it called when you cut into something? Cut into animals? Dissected. Dissect? He dissected a frog for me because I refused to do <laughs> what it. What do you call it when you <laughs> cut into something? Listen, I'm having, I'm having word loss problems, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, oh God, says so the speech pathologist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Man, that's going to be on the poll. How fast do you think planes go in the sky? Don't Google. Do not Google. Must answer. Wait, if you've listened to this, then you should be able to get the right answer. That's how we're going to know if people listen to our episode. Okay. You know? Anyways. Yeah. Fun times. I don't know how the fuck we got on that, but okay. Um, yeah, so before we get into today's episode, make sure you guys are following us on socials. We are on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. And also follow us on our personal social medias. Mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. If you didn't listen before because yeah. you didn't want to repeat it. Yeah, um, I didn't. <laughs> and then we do have a book club uh, coming up soon. Uh, make sure you guys like are on Instagram because we will update you guys on that for that. Uh, and so we will be doing our book club reading on May 13th at 8 p.m. We are reading People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. And you guys can tune in to the live chat on the Spotify Green Room app. All you have to do is just download it. If you have a Spotify account, it's really easy to connect it. Even if you don't have a Spotify account, you can still sign up for it as well. And you guys might be featured in the episode. And then a week later, we will post the recorded live chat um, as a, like a bonus episode like a week later. So if you guys miss it, you can't tune in. 
you'll be always be, always be able to catch it there. Um, and always we'll ask you guys to like send in your questions um, like a couple days beforehand. Wait, if you have them already, you want us to answer them, make sure that your questions are answered. It will be available to you and you can check that out by viewing our Instagram story. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I'm so cool. excited because I loved Beach Read. So I really hope this one's good too. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be great. I heard so many people, like I told you, like when I was buying it in Barnes & like, Noble, oh so many God, were like, oh my God, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So I'm really excited to read it for sure. So let's jump into today's episode. We are talking about ultimatums, mainly because of the show, The Ultimatum on Netflix. Can we just debrief which, that for have- a moment? Like, I'm just kind of confused. It's such a to- so toxic. It's so I, toxic. It's from the creators of Love okay, is Blind. Okay, so my question for these creators of these shows, are they just sitting around the like circle table and they're like, yo, how can we make a really toxic show that's even more toxic than this other one that we made? Like I just You got feel it. You, bro- you, bro- like, you broke down the writer's room. That's gotta <laughs> be it, right? Like they're like, oh man, what about... If we have these people give ultimatums, it's money, and then they can like go date other people. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it goes down to money because and ratings and what people are. It's clickbait. It's literally clickbait of television. And um, I, I mean, I think a lot of these people they're seeing the success of shows like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, but they see that these shows are kind of like getting like worn down, and they're like trying to reinvent the wheel season after season. That's true. And so. Yeah. A lot of executives are coming in and trying to do something that kind of prevents it from going stale. So they kind of did that with Love is Blind. Uh, and, I mean, that's who is that's who is bringing you the ultimatum. It's the people who created the Love is Blind um, television show, which if you guys aren't aware of what that is, is basically like uh, you kind of go into like these six secret pods and – it sounds like fucking Avatar. Wait, okay, but- <laughs> yeah, this is the one where they're in the pod and then they like. Yeah, it's like it's like they're in like a. If you ever watch the Real World or any other like reality show where they had the confessional booth where like they're talking to camera kind of thing, it's kind of like that. But there's like this wall. It's like a glass wall. It's like a foggy glass wall, so you can't see through <laughs> it at all. Um, and there's somebody on the other side of it, and like you guys talk. Dude, they talk through like a hole like, in the wall with like a telephone, like hello. No, like you, you can hear people easily. Oh. I think I think it's because of mics and something, or like however it's designed, like you can hear people perfectly fine. Apparently, um, because I think it's glass, but it's just fogged glass, so you can't see them. Um, and there's no roofs to the thing. The way they show it, so like. It's definitely on a sound studio stage. And they're yeah, doing this yeah, song, yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, I'm picturing. I'm picturing what it looks like. Yeah. I think I've seen You've the commercial. You've never watched it? No. Oh I don't God. get into okay. the like married at first sight and those kind. Of, I don't get into those. I don't watch those. No, I'm not watching TLC. No, we don't do we that. We don't this do is TLC. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but with Love Is Blind, yeah, they you're basically for like I think it's two weeks. Like you're just talking to someone every single day, and you're get, you're talking to all these people, and then like you finally narrow it down to the one person that you really enjoy talking to, and you're spending hours of your day. I mean, it's Stockholm syndrome. That's what it comes down to. Like because you have no one else to talk to, you have no social media. Like you're forced to make these connections. Um, yeah, like of, just, cor- like of course you're gonna be connected yeah. to somebody on that level because you've never been in that situation where you literally have had no one other than them to communicate with. Yeah. Also, like you don't want to be the one person that doesn't get anybody because mm-hmm. also there's there was, there's usually money up for stake as well too. Like if you win and you make it in the end, and so um, yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting concept. Probably it's 
still toxic, but not as toxic as this one. Because with Bachelor and Bachelorette, it's the ending is just an engagement. With the Love is Blind, you're getting fucking married at the end. Like, you propose while you're still in the pods. And after you propose, then you get to meet the person that you just proposed to and see them for, like, the first time. And then you go on a honeymoon for, like, a, a weekend. And then you live together for a couple weeks. And then you get married. You could get you married. Just, could you imagine, like... I don't know. I guess your family and friends would have to live in like a box uh, with no cable to know that you're like not on the show. Well, the, the families are on it too. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the fam- like the family, like you go home, like when you're like living together, you, you go home and like you meet the parents, you do all that kind of stuff like they do with any other dating show. Mm-hmm. Um, but could so you imagine having to be like, oh, what was your, what's your proposal story? Well, um, we were in these pods and like, I didn't even get to I mean, see yeah, what, they what they do. Like, and that's um, what they do. That's yeah. So that's just so strange to me. But I mean, if there's um, money up for grabs, then I guess. Uh, yeah. That's I don't know how much. Of, I can't remember how much money is up for grabs, but I mean, yeah, that's a thing. And, um, it's just, they're trying to prove the theory is love really blind. And like, yeah, it can be, but not over like a span of a month. True. Yeah, that's that's the kicker there is that it happens. And I think that's my problem with like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, too, is I think it all happens too fast and they they like don't get any time. (laughs) As as they say, it's just Stockholm Syndrome. It's just Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, And I think a lot of people forget that as well. Even people who are in the show, too forget it's you're literally going into Stockholm syndrome like you wonder how Belle felt for a beast it's because she had no one else to talk to except for a fucking teacup and which one sounds better to have sex with a beast or a teacup I don't know I mean they were there is a tiktok comparing the the viscount to the beast and I'm like you know what it is true and that's why I've always liked Belle I like a man that is ferociously in love with me. You know what I mean? And kidnaps you? Well, let's not go so far as he to say there's her. some kidnap. You know, the kidnapping he is kidnaps fine. Her. The kidnapping is okay. He- um, there were talking furniture. I mean, I, was it a dream? Who really knows? Maybe she I got can't lost. say shit. My- Maybe she had hypothermia. You know, there's a lot of things that could happen. You know what blew my mind I the other day before shit. we get onto the ultimatum kick? Was a TikTok about how through Snow White's perception, everything worked exactly. Perspective. Pers- what did I say? Perception. Perception. <laughs> perspective. <laughs> Sorry. From Snow White's perspective, everything happened the way it should should have. The evil woman offered her the apple, and her desire was to wake up to like true love. Which she did. So from Snow White's body, everything happened the way it was supposed to. <laughs> but from everyone else's perspective, it went crazy wrong. It was also that necrophilia. It was also necrophilia. Well, she was we dead. We don't have to talk about that, okay? <laughs> she was dead and a man kissed her without his cons- without her consent oh to, her my dead body, God. to her dead body. To her dead body. Her dead body. Body. Okay, but she from, was dead. But from Snow He's White, kissing a, he, but you, from Snow White, everything he's happens kissing for a reason. Well, you know, maybe he's into that. That's why the necrophilia. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting, and I was like, you know, what? I never thought about that. But yeah, I can't beast. say shit. I can't say shit. My favorite princess sold her voice for a man. Um, so that is that is very true. 
That's very I true. can't say anything. Homegirl sold her voice just for a guy. So. Yeah. 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 What are these Disney princesses <laughs> doing? What is happening? Right? Thank I think, you. I think, they're, I think they're starting to become more intelligent. Yes. You know. Yes. yes. Good job, Disney. <laughs> All right. Back to the main topic Anyways, of conversation ultimatums. here. So, yeah. So the convoluted, like somewhat, con- like the premise of the ultimatum, it has, I think, I think taken a little bit of a longer time for people to like warm up to and buy into because the stakes are just a lot higher because with like love is blind everyone is single at the start of it no one's in like a relationship with anybody else so you kind of have like lower stakes and yes you are considering marriage at the end but you aren't disrupting you're not home wrecking the ultimatum is toxic like shit steaming like it is so bad so with the ultimatum, you have these, I think it's like eight or 10 different couples that go on the show and one of them wants to get married and the other one isn't so sure about it. And you want me to buy and believe that these couples who are mostly like in their early 20s were seriously considering marriage before coming on this point, which like, to Netflix is a word that doesn't even seem to like have any meaning to it anymore. That's like, very true. It, it it has provide like genuine twists and everything, and I don't want to spoil it because you haven't watched it. I, I haven't watched all of it. Some other people haven't watched all of it, so I don't want to spoil too much of anything because it's not. This is not the premise of the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Is not to talk about this show. No, but it does get into how like like if I should break it down. I guess the goal seemingly for every person is to emerge like from this experiment knowing whether or not they want to really marry their original partner. I think it's over the span of like three or four weeks, I think, that they're in this like show. Um, but far from like promoting the, like, the development of like strong, loving relationships, uh, it just encourages cast members like scarcity mindsets that I think a lot of people have. And that's what like ultimatums like come down to, I think sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think... You know, they really just, like I said, the word marriage and, like, love and monogamy really doesn't mean anything to Netflix anymore. But by glorifying marriage as, like, the only truly worthwhile, meaningful relationship that someone can have, like, in their true romantic life. Like, these sort of reality dating shows convince, like, their contestants that the, to value the social signifiers of marriage and to be able to claim somebody as, like, theirs to such an extent that they'll, they'll do anything for anyone and give anyone a ring. It doesn't matter who it is. And... You're basically like encouraging home wrecking. Yeah. Like, because they're, because they're allowed to like go date other people. They're like encouraged, yeah, they're encouraged to date other people. Yeah. That's the whole point of the show is to go date other people and see if you really want to leave with the person you came there with. Could you imagine doing that with Blaine? Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Oh my God. Like, that's gosh. what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. You guys are considering marriage. Like, you, I mean, you are, you're engaged. Mm-hmm. But like, you want me to believe that one of these people that's on this show, like, one, at least one person in this couple, was seriously considering marriage and the other one like was unsure that you thought it was a great idea for you to come on the show. To go on a show to figure out if you actually want to get married. That's I don't believe I don't buy that. I don't buy that. So mm. with that being said, I feel like some people lately have been talking about like, okay, I mean we've had this conversation. Like what is an ultimatum? Yeah. Like obviously ultimatums are not good. 
typically. But then you were saying earlier how that there is, you know, a difference between an ultimatum and a boundary because an ultimatum is something that occurs when a boundary has been crossed, correct? Yeah, it's like a it's like a consequence when like if you put a boundary in place and someone doesn't respect it, it's almost like a consequence for that. Mm-hmm. Like okay, now you've no you no longer respect my boundary, so now I'm going to give you this ultimatum. That's like I, I kind of see it as like a more of like a consequence. Yeah. Um, Instead of like They a, focus on like it's more focusing on like the other person's behavior not your own. Yeah, because the boundaries there to like you know protect you and mm-hmm. preserve what the relationship you guys have. But clearly, if you keep violating the boundary, you don't care about either one of those things. So I'm giving you an ultimatum to see like if you do care, and if you don't, then that's the end. And when you do set an ultimatum in that sense, you do have to be completely ready to walk away from that relationship if it is not agreed upon. So right. that is right. so and if important. You, and if you set and if you say that, if you're like you know, you either need to stop doing this Mm -hmm. or our relationship's going to end. Like, that's your ultimatum. Like, Mm -hmm. either they stop doing the behavior or you're Mm -hmm. no longer together. Mm -hmm. And that's, like you said, it's not always a good thing. Typically, when you have to set an ultimatum, like, something has gone or not your way, I guess. Yeah. Or you felt, like, disrespected. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, when they are communicating their boundaries, they're expressing their expectations. And when they aren't always met, people can start thinking like, you know, maybe it wasn't clear enough. Maybe they were just have, like, they start rationalizing and making excuses and internalizing like the shortcomings of the other person thinking like, maybe I was asking for too much, but really you aren't. I mean, I'm the walking like product of this where I gave somebody, I gave the doctor an ultimatum and then, uh, I didn't like his answer, so I didn't want to leave, though, so I just stayed, um, so that was cool, and I got hurt, and I didn't, uh, like, I did adhere to my boundary, I didn't adhere to the ultimatum, and so, yeah, it, it just led for a more toxic situation, I mean, neither one of us were right in that whole entire relationship, and I would continue to say that, mm-hmm. uh, I know that I talk shit, I know I talk so much shit about him, but, like, I also was not great in it either, and I'm very knowledgeable of that, um, But it's incredibly important to understand that other people may have their own boundaries and limitations on what they can offer us. And boundaries help keep you in check. The boundary is really to limit around you. Setting your own personal limits will protect you and hold you accountable. Boundaries are meant to like help keep you responsible for your behavior. But when you set them, you hope that others will also respect that Mm -hmm. in a wet way. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like... It's not always easy. And I've had other people ask me this too. God, I've had some people ask me about boundaries and relationships recently. And I've been referring them to um, uh, a book that I love. When I will leave a link into the show notes. It's by um, Nezra something Tawab, I believe. that it's. I cannot remember her entire name and I'm so sorry. She's an, a genius psychologist. She's out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She has a beautiful boundaries book that I think is great and actually really helps you understand like different types of boundaries. And she covers ultimatives in it, I think, as well. But uh, when you're setting boundaries with others, keep in mind that you are also asking to hold you accountable for your actions. And sometimes boundaries are most are more complicated than like a list of to-dos and don'ts. So that is something to also keep in mind. I, you've mentioned before that good boundaries are firm, but they're also like flexible mm-hmm. in that way yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think I think that the flexibility in boundaries like kind of comes 
like dependent on like your relationship or the dynamics. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they can be like customized for like specific or unique situations. Um, but yeah, I don't think that like necessarily you should be flexible on your boundaries all of the time. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's important to like set the boundary and then in those unique situations, like go ahead and decide, you know, okay, well, is this something that I can flex on? Um, are they still respecting the boundary? However, I'm just like, you know, being flexible this one time, but like, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. something that you do every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had, I've had someone recently ask me, they were like, well, like if I set this boundary, how do I know like when it's okay to kind of like let it go? If that's something I eventually want to do, like physical touch being a boundary for me. Like, I don't really love it when like there's physical touch, like from somebody I don't know. And um, especially like on a first date, like it's not really like my f- whole thing, but like, as I get to know somebody, like my really big physical touch is that I don't like when people touch the back of my neck. And, um, there's reasons behind that, that I don't want to talk about, but, um, like how do I eventually know like when that's fine? Because there are some people that I have dated where eventually it was okay. Like that they touched that part of my neck and it didn't send fucking shivers down my spine, um, in a bad way. And, and the first person was asking me, like, how did you know, like, when? And it's just, like, you – it's it's so hard for somebody else to tell you when it's okay to let a boundary down if you know that's something you want to. But I think when somebody else is exhibiting, like, other green flags and respecting other boundaries that you've established and they're being reciprocal of that and you're also reciprocating their boundaries and there's communication around that and I think that's when you can start to test that and see if it's okay, mm-hmm. like with like a communication and consent, no matter what it is. Um, so I think that that's a good way to be able to tell that. Other than that, it's you only will know with time with this person, right? If this is someone you can do that with, and no one says that you have to constantly keep the boundary up. Because I've had people ask me, like, you know, well, what if like it's something that I think I want. I, I, I'm only having it up now to protect myself. What if I, how do I know that I want it down if I will never, if I never do it? Like physical touch, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to just see, see this person's behavior is willing to, like, if it seems very trustworthy and this person is respecting you in all these other areas, then there's good signs there that they probably will respect you in that area. And you can allow for that more intimate, like physical touch and have, um, those moments and test those waters out. And and then if you like, you know, are open and communicative, like, Hey, I guess I just want to see if this is something that we could be good at. And then if it's, like you can say no. Right. You can take right. it back. Like I think like it's not just because you immediately set it down, like you have to keep it down. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can put it back up. Right. It's fine. And, you, and like you said, if you're just like, hey, like I really want to try this with you, like mm-hmm. like if this doesn't go the way that I think, like it still may be a boundary in our relationship or whatever. But like I would like to to let my wall down with you in the in this moment or you know, however you want to communicate it. Um yeah. and then I think on the flip side of that, like if if you do have, if you are with someone who's not respecting your boundary, like I think how you follow through is like the key point. Like if you're expressing mm-hmm. your concerns, you've given them that time to adapt to that boundary and they're mm-hmm. still not respecting it. Then I think that would be like the next step would be then like setting that ultimatum. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to use my own boundary like for the physical touch. Cause it's so minuscule in my opinion, it's minuscule. Yeah. Cause it's not like, but say like somebody like, does not feel comfortable like being physically intimate with somebody and because I think that's a much bigger boundary Mm -hmm. and um 
like if someone constantly is pressuring you to go f- that farther with you, like that is when you can lay out an ultimatum. Like, hey, like I've established with you before that mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable being physically like intimate right. with you. And like I've given you time to adapt to that change of like mm-hmm. pace. You said you were, re- you said that was fine with you. You were receptive of that and everything. And you understood why I was doing it. You're still putting pressure on me and I no longer feel comfortable. So if this is something that you're not going to keep adhering to, then I don't think that's going to continue for us to work yep. out. And I think that's an appropriate I, time yeah. when an ultimatum should be used. Like I said, when yeah. that boundary is no longer respected, that's when I think that's the appropriate consequence. Yeah. Honestly. Or like if you don't feel comfortable talking about your relationship with like a parent or a friend or like a coworker and you tell them like, hey, like I don't really want to talk about this like with you, like no offense. It's just e- either they have done something to where you don't want to talk about it, like they talk negatively about it, the person, or they um, – you just don't want to like divulge that part of your life with mm-hmm. them. Because um, I, I don't like talking about my relationships like, like with my boss and stuff like that. Um, you'd be like, hey, like I don't really want to talk about that with you if that's cool. And just establish that boundary. Like, you don't even have to ask that's cool. Like you just, you just say, say like, it. yeah. It's like when people yeah. say LOL and like no one's laughing. Like just say what you need to say. Yeah. 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 No, uh, I agree. And I think, I think the, the biggest thing that I think is that like, I don't think it's fair to start out with an ultimatum. Like I think it's more yes. fair to start out with that Correct. boundary. But I think a lot of times, like unfortunately, most people notice the ultimatum. Like like that's what they notice. Like you may have like, mm-hmm. you know, you've given all these boundaries. You've tried to assert your limits like multiple times. But they only see that ultimatum. Like they maybe were totally blinded or like just didn't even clue into the fact that you were setting boundaries. Um, So the first Mm -hmm. thing that they notice is that ultimatum, which I think can make it like a little bit tricky because then they're, then people tend to get defensive. Like, Oh, why are you giving me this ultimatum? Like we've never even had this conversation Mm -hmm. when in reality you've tried to set and establish your limit like many, many times. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I personally think it's difficult difficult to set an ultimatum and I think that's just because I'm a people pleaser yeah um (laughs) Uh, yeah I get that but yeah Yeah, like I like I think a lot I think a lot of times people like try to set boundaries first and then the you know the other party in the relationship doesn't realize it so then you set that ultimatum and then it's immediate defense like why are you doing this yeah and it's like I've literally tried to say it many times so yeah and I mean I mean, like, God, with this show, they go into marriage. Like, if one of you doesn't want to get married and the other one does, that is That's your sign. the end of that exactly. relationship. Yeah. A relationship only has two endings. You break up or you get married. Yeah, you can, like, not ever get married if you don't want to get married. Just be, But that's a decision you've both made together, not just because one person's mm-hmm. settling for that, just to be with the other person. There's only one man that I would do that for, and he knows who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> yes. Um, but... If you make ultimatums and you don't stick to them, it's only going to harm you, like, in the long run. If your partner, like, consistently, like, ignores your boundaries and you, like, need to consider ending the relationship because it's going to have a negative and unhealthy impact on your life. And that should be enough to explain to them, like, why you want to move on. And ending relationships is not amazing. And sometimes it's truly for the best. But you, if you feel like your boundaries are completely being ignored to and, like, you've tried to make them clear to no avail. Like you have to resort to setting an ultimatum. Um, 
while like you can't expect certain behaviors from other people, like you can't control how other people operate their reactions to them, what they can do, you can control um, yourself and remove yourself from the situation. And you also need to expect the same standards from yourself. That's what you deserve. Yeah. That's very true. Um, and so healthy boundaries can work exceptionally well if you remember to be transparent with the people you're setting them with and set boundaries and allow them to establish theirs as well and hold each other accountable for your actions mm-hmm. and establishing if something that you're flexible on or I, I think like that when you set a boundary, you should know if it's something you're going to be flexible on eventually or if it's something like that pretty set concrete. in stone. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, I know a lot of women who don't ever want to have children. That is a boundary. Like, and most women that I know who say that, every woman I know who says that, they are 100%, like, sold. They're like, I'm never having kids. You cannot convince me to have children. So if you try to date me and then convince me to have children, you are dumb. Right. Um, And, I mean, it's like, if that's, like, a hard boundary for you, then, like, be honest with that up front. It's not the person. It's not your person. Yeah, exactly. If your person comes along and they're like, oh, but I, and you're like, no. And then, you know, they try to change your mind, like, that's not your person. Like simple as like down to like me, like me, I'm dating people. I want to be in a relationship with the people that I'm dating. Don't know if it's you. Don't know if it's you, but like that is my goal with dating is to be in a long-term relationship. And if I like meet somebody, I think they're great and they want something casual. That is a hard boundary for me. Like I'm not doing that. And yeah, it doesn't matter how great I think they are. That's not my person. My person wants to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I shouldn't have to convince somebody of my worth and my time that and I, that I that they yeah, want like I shouldn't have to I'm convince that. them that they want me, you know? Yeah. And that took a long time for me to realize and understand that I didn't have to fix that part of them. I didn't have to do all this in order to prove my worth. That's just not the person I'm meant to be with. Mm-hmm. The person I want to be with will have the same goals as I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and a relationship. So I think it, it gets down to simple things like that and goes to really big extremes like marriage and kids. Yeah. So I don't, I think a lot of people think like ultimatums, it's like this huge thing that like it is the end all be all, like it is like a wedding or it is kids, you know, these huge monumental things. It can be little things as well mm-hmm. too, if that feels that important to you. Like that's, if that's your hill you die on, that is your hill that you're right. going to die on. Right, and there's no on. shame in that. Like, you've got to stand up for what no. you believe in because that's the only – you are the only person who controls the outcomes in your life. And so if you're mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. just, like, bend over backwards for anyone, you're not going to have the life that you desire. And so, like, it's important mm-hmm. to really – I don't know. Like you said, stand on that hill. Like, say, like, I'm if not doing this, and that's okay. Nobody – If you're vegan and you don't want your partner consuming meat – and, like, you're, like, that's fine, but I'm not going to pay for any of the meat you consume. That is a boundary you're setting. And you need to establish that up front with the person. And if they won't, if that's not something you can agree on, then that's the end of that relationship. Yep. Yep. I'm speaking from personal experience. <laughs> but that, I, yeah, I think it's as simple as that. I think if you're struggling... You know, you can always seek help. Not us. Professional help. Pay people. I mean, unless you want to pay us, but we don't have degrees um, in that. We have masters in other things. <laughs> but um, it is a lot of emotional work 
that you do on yourself. It's a lot of self-talk that you got to do in order to become comfortable with it. And ultimately, your happiness is what is at stake, and you fully deserve to be happy. And so making sure that that is what you are thinking of when you're considering setting boundaries and how to set them better and how they can benefit your relationship, it doesn't always mean that you have to set an ultimatum when you set a boundary. It's just something to keep in the back of your head if you feel like you are constantly being mistreated and not acknowledged. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.